For those of you who have lost money, like millions overnight. For those of you who are or have been in personal debt. For those of you who have been at rock bottom, ready to give up. Get ready because it's gonna get a whole lot worse. And that's a great thing. This is Below Zero to Hero, a brain dump by The Fail Coach, helping entrepreneurs develop a healthy relationship with failure. Look, failure can't be feared. It's the number one killer of creativity, ideas, dreams, and even entrepreneurs themselves. And it's thought will never get in your way again. With the right mindset, failure can be step one into a new journey of being a better leader, having better balance, better relationships, and most importantly, success. So bring it on. This is Below Zero to Hero with The Fail Coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Brain Dump by The Fail Coach. We have Abby Miller here with us as a guest. Um, hello, Abby. And, hello. Um, please introduce yourself a little bit to the audience. Tell us a little bit about you. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Abby Miller. I am a chakra alignment coach. So I work with specifically holistic service providers and I help them, you know, come into energetic alignment so that they can easily attract more clients online. Perfect. Well, energy is not something that um, grounded people talk about, uh, but it's something that's super, super important. Um, for us to be mindful of and because we don't have the unlimited energy we need to be really mindful of our energy and at the end of the day I think it's the energy that creates all the rest what oh yeah about that? I totally agree I mean you could show up every day but if you're not showing up you know excited and in that space of you know having that energy that attracts people are going to feel that and they're not going to respond to that. You know, you can't show up every day just kind of like, Oh, this sucks. What am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, Abby, if I'm completely new to this whole thing, how would you introduce me to what you're doing and to what you're talking about? So I work with people specifically with, chakras so i don't know if you know much about the chakras or anything like that but that's where i really start to connect with people because chakras are something that you know science and that kind of world has proven to be true and existing so there is this you know scientific proof that yeah we do have these energetic centers and they're doing something and, but, you know, what are they doing? How do we work with them? And so that's how I kind of really introduce uh, my work to people is that, you know, we all have these energetic centers within us and they're all constantly, you know, we're working with them every day. It's a part of our, you know, nervous system. It's similar to that. It's its own system. So being able to tune into it and work with it um, is very life transforming because uh, the chakras specifically work with three uh, main areas in your life. And that is money and career wise, um, your relationships or your own self-love. And the final would be, you know, your, 
your health or your personal happiness. So, you know, you, the, those are three main things that, you know, we're all like dealing with every day. So can, it's can very you important. Ex, can you explain a little bit how chakras have this huge influence over those three things? I mean, how is that connected? Or maybe a quick introduction into chakras. Yeah, so how they work with those three different things is that the chakras are, they lie in specific parts of the body and they are actually really interconnected with our glandular system. So they really do manifest physically in the body, but um, the chakras hold different uh, traits, emotions, um, energetic feelings. They all hold different uh, traits within them. So as we're, you work through these chakras, you know, uh, let's take the heart, for example. You know, um, somebody who's very closed off in their life is going to have a very not very well functioning heart chakra center. So they are going to be more closed off, more reserved, not necessarily you know somebody that gives you a hug when you first meet them this type of person um and that really it sends a vibration out to everybody around them and so it's actually closing that person off to you know maybe connecting with somebody that they could possibly connect with because of being in that state of closed offness um is this making uh, more sense of how it kind of relates into the relationship yeah, realm. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I guess a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not that hundred percent familiar with chakras. I, I've heard a little bit here, a little bit there. Um, so, you know, let's, let's treat it like I, I, I have no clue. And I think that will be the easiest also for audience that might not know uh, what yeah. chakras are um, to fully understand what, what the message that you're trying to get across. Yeah. And I mean, this stuff is very uh, new, even though it is, you know, something that was recorded in history thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, the yogis just released this to us, you know, back in the 60s and the 50s, you know, they just came to America then. And that's when they really shared all this information with us. So it's all, you know, a lot of people don't know about this because of how new it is informationally wise. Um, so that is where it is. Yeah. It's such a new thing. It's fun to talk about. Um, but yeah, I can definitely understand how, uh, it just, it does take people by surprise that, you know, like we're all used to being in our, uh, what we grew up with, you know, what we were told, how our bodies function and this and that. And so to add like another element and say like, there's another system going on. Um, a lot of people, it is hard for them to, you know, accept that information and take it on. So that's where I am thankful for science to have, um, they are like these electromagnetic tools that they've used um, to basically discover how the chakras work. And they can actually get a specific frequency off of them that... Uh, can tell them if the chakra is more open or more closed and the certain studies that they've done with this to prove that, you know, 
these chakras are directly collected to the glandular system is that they looked, for example, somebody with um, the sacral chakra that is kind of uh, closer to the kidney area and, you know, your sex organs. And this person in particular had, you know, a low vibration coming from that center. And they also had a kidney disease. So it, it's interesting how the energy is physically affecting us too. And so my expertise is more on the money side because I have experienced firsthand um, coming into a full energetic alignment and having, you know, money just flow to me. Like when I started my first um, massage business, because I uh, previously have been doing massage therapy and yoga for 10 years before I switched to doing more consulting for these types of industries. Um, but when I first started that business, you know, I was so confident. I was so aligned. Like everything was so ready for me in that moment that the moment that I hit like publish on the website that I had created for my business, I was getting calls like off, you know, it was just insane. Like I got so many calls that first day of people just wanting to work with me that, um, you know, it felt really, really good. And I noticed, um, you know, within a few months uh, after me opening that business, I went through some personal hardships and I let that, that energy of going through those hardships bleed through into my business. And it literally, it, it really did affect the amount of money that I was generating from that point. And that's kind of when my eyes open up to how these chakras do affect your income flow because it, it, it just does. I mean, like we were saying before, you could show up every day and that's what I was doing in my business. I was showing up every day, but at a certain point, you know, I started showing up mad. I started showing up angry. Like, why isn't this working? Why isn't, you know, with resistance. And that's when I came out of that alignment and things weren't flowing anymore. Okay. So what can we do ourselves or do we have to go to somebody who is an expert like yourself or to a therapist? like, um, or can this be done uh, on a longer distance or you need to find somebody close to you because it need to go to an in-person meeting. Like how does that work? So no, my, uh, my one-on-one -on -one program right now is totally um, remotely done. So it's all over Zoom calls and uh, additional uh, workbooks and stuff like that. But, and everybody has the power, you know, to work with their chakras and do this stuff. It's all within us always. It's just the fact that, you know, this information hasn't been shared with you know, most of the population for so long that a lot of people don't know how to do this stuff. So there is that, you know, even if you were to start doing some of these practices, if when you're on your own, you kind of question yourself, you know, you're like, am I doing this right? Is this even working? What, you know, what am I supposed to feel? And that's why, I don't know, like working with a mentor with anything that you do is just, it's helpful because you get that, you know, insider expertise of knowing like, yeah, it's supposed to feel like this. 
no, you're not supposed to get results right away. And this is what it feels like once it starts to work, you know? Um, I think with anything that we do that there's always going to be that kind of like disconnect of if we're doing it right at first. Do you know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I, I do believe that I understand. Um, now, let's assume that, you know, we, we want to at least do, like, let's assume that I'm, I'm a non-believer. So, you know, yeah, they say, well, you know, what does that have to do with, with my business? You know, the chakras, like maybe that's like too far away from me. Um, and before I'm ready to jump in and sign up with somebody like you and go on this journey, are there any little things, simple things that we can try ourselves just to see some little results and say, hmm, this really might be working. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have tons of stuff that I hand off to people who are a little hesitant. Um, one of my main things that I will share with um, potential clients and leads is a Kriya. So in yoga, we have something called Kriyas. And Kriyas are a practice that is a completed action. And Kriyas aren't, they're not, like, I'm not making this up as we go along. Kriyas were handed down um, from yogi to yogi through word of mouth for generations. So they are very precise in the way that you need to do them and they're very structured. So, and each Kriya has a direct outcome of what it is trying to achieve. So one of the main ones that I will give to my potential leads or clients is a Kriya called the Kriya for Prosperity. So it really helped my clients see how doing this kind of energy work can allow them to tap into more of their own energetic flow of money. And I've had a few people do this. And um, I mean, I've done it myself too and had, you know, random money pop up the same day. And that's just kind of how it works with the law of attraction. So we're just kind of putting that vibration out there, letting it be, not thinking too hard about it and, and letting it come to us when it's ready. So okay. um, yeah, that's just kind of how it works to convert those people who are a little hesitant. You just have to do the practice. That's really where it goes. And if your ego is still not letting you do the practice, then I only time can help. <laughs> okay. Okay. I understand. But um, are there any things, you know, like that you can maybe share with us right here um, that the audience, when they were with, once they will be listening to this podcast, is there something that, you know, um, they can do right away, maybe, you know, start noticing some small results from it and say, you know, wow, this is really good. This is really works. Well, I can tell you right now, when you're working with energy, you can always feel it. So if the listeners right now were to just close their eyes and we can do this together. So we'll just close our eyes, take a nice deep inhale through the nose. Just hold that breath in for just two seconds and then exhale back through the nose. Go ahead and take another nice deep inhale and exhale through the nose. Let your shoulders drop. 
And now it's kind of really easy once you just take those few deep inhales and exhales to kind of just sit within your body and kind of feel what's really going on, what you're really feeling and where that feeling is coming from. So for myself, um, I do that before every single call that I get on with my clients or potential clients, you know, when I'm doing like sales calls and stuff like that. Um, And then I actually do that with the client on the call. So it helps us both kind of recenter and come into a place of awareness so that you can really feel what's going on inside you energetically wise, because that's what it is. It's all, everything's all moving inside there always. We're just so busy and stimulated with what's going on outside of us that we just have to take those few minutes to tune inward to feel what's actually happening. And that's where you, that's where you can really see the results is when you are taking those few minutes to to check in and tune in with yourself to really feel what's actually going on. And that's where the shifts can be made because then you're going to start to um, trust your own instinct more. And as an entrepreneur, that's all we can do is trust our own instinct in what to do next. Okay. I mean, I, I, I do agree with you. Um, you have to go with your gut feeling um, very often. Um, you also talk about having solid foundation, that it's not sexy, but it's absolutely needed. Now, does that foundation come from the chakras or what, what were you, what did you mean with, you know, having it, the strong, fo- solid foundation? It, it does relate to it. it it's always going to be relating to the chakras. So to me, a strong solid foundation really comes from strong boundaries in your business, you know, kind of laying down your own laws, laying down, you know, when you're going to be working, when you're not going to be working, what you will or won't do for your clients, all that kind of stuff that really sets that foundation of how things are going to go. And, um, that really, I mean, really does all relate with the chakras because um, taking the throat chakra, for example, if you are somebody who's got some imbalance going on there, you're going to have a hard time saying what you need to or speaking your mind to your clients or sticking up for a boundary if somebody is, you know, overstepping that. And that's huge in business. You know, we don't want to be getting burnt out or anything like that because if you don't have those boundaries set in place, then yeah, people are definitely going to be walking all over you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so your foundations are more on the personal level uh, as, as you, the entrepreneur. Yes. That's, I guess that's definitely what I am talking about with that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I mean, in all honesty, Abby, um, in, in, in my program, um, my first whole first chapter is all about you, the entrepreneur, because that's where like you, the entrepreneur, you're that first pillar of the foundation in your business. You can't start with business foundations if you don't have all the right foundations first in yourself. So yeah, I absolutely agree with you. Um, So how do we approach 
or what are some of the most common things that you see when you're working with your clients uh, that they need to work on to lay down solid foundations? That would, that would be probably the number one thing that I see people doing is kind of people pleasing. Um, and this is just because I specifically work with more like heart centered entrepreneurs, you know, people who do massage therapy, yoga, working with chakras like I do and Reiki and all that stuff. So we're definitely more heart centered. And I find these people to be very people pleasing, which, you know, I've, I've been there, I've done that. So I know exactly what that's like. Um, and they tend to give a lot of things away for free that they shouldn't be giving away for free. And I see that um, within a, a year or two of somebody doing that and they're not getting, you know, those consistent clients because you just can't be giving everything away for free. It starts to burn them out energetically because they're not sure why it's not working. So, and when it gets to that point, it's hard for that person to see where they can like change things and turn it around. So I definitely, I try to help people before they're too lost into that people pleasing mode because it, it really will burn you out if you're trying to help everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that is for, for sure. And how, how, do you, um, how do you help them? I mean, um, I, like, I know, uh, I mean, in me, myself, you know, I, I, I always try to give people more and more and more and, and so on. So um, how, how do you approach um, somebody who is um, people pleaser and they give too much and then they don't see the results. Like, well, what's the change that they have to do um, to start getting different results? Well, first it's about, you know, changing the structure or the system of what they're actually doing. And that, you know, when you're working one-on-one -on -one with somebody as a mentor, you know, it's really up to them to decide where to go next with it. So it does take time to have the person realize where they should be going with this, but I always have them reanalyze everything that they're doing. So specifically I help people with their income generating activities and stuff like that online. So, cause a lot of people will be doing stuff that they don't even like doing and they're not seeing results from it because they don't like doing it and so it's just people can feel that like if you don't like showing up in Facebook lives people are gonna sense that and they're not gonna watch it so that's why you're probably not seeing the results and so when I'm working with my clients who are people pleasing they're doing everything I try to help them simplify it to where well what are the things that you're doing that actually feels good you know, what, what are the things that you're doing that you've actually seen results on? And let's do more of that. Like, let's remove all these other things that are, you know, kind of bogging us down and not getting us any results and just kind of adding extra time onto our plate. So that's kind of how I help people by coming into that alignment of like really what feels good, because that's how you know when I mean, that is how you know when you're in alignment, is if it feels good or not. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I, I absolutely agree. Like, I mean, you, 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 you can feel it when, when you are in alignment, when you are in that flow, 
that's definitely something you can feel and, and you feel like you can uh, move Mount Everest to, you know, the <laughs> other side of the world. Uh, yeah. So like, okay. But so um, is, do you think that there is, I mean, not do you think, but, you know, is there like a way for us to constantly be in that flow or is it more going up and down, up and down? And then what, what, how, what we can do to bring it up when we need it? That's a great question because you're not always going to be in that flow. There's no way, not in this world that we live in with all the stuff going on around us. There's no way. There's too many um, uncontrollable factors every day that we don't get to have a say in. So the point is, is to have that awareness of when we're out of alignment. So that's why I do that kind of check in and tune in with my clients before every call. Um, so that we can both really feel in and like see if we're feeling good or bad. Like, what is it today? Like, where are we at? And if it is bad, if you do notice dips in your energy and like that, you're not showing up a hundred percent as you want to be, that is when I have, you know, I mean, there's thousands and thousands of different ways to work with your energy. So that's where I start playing around with the tools that I have to get back into that place of feeling that again and being aligned and feeling that flow. Okay. So it's okay. I understand. So let's say, I don't know, I wake up, it's a shitty rainy day. And when I look outside, um, I feel like, Oh wow. I just want to stay in bed the whole day and watch reruns of friends and not do anything. But then of course, <laughs> the entrepreneur kicks in and says, well, you have to work, you know, like you, you, you have to do at least the minimum amount of work. And then you start that negotiations in your head. And it's like, but I don't feel like it. Well, you have to. And then, I mean, eventually you do kick your own ass and you get out of bed and, uh, you know, you, you, you wash yourself up and do all that. And you say, okay, I'm going to show up. But then of course your energy is not the right. And, and, you know, like you're just doing it for the sake of doing it. So, yeah. um, so here's where, like, for example, you would be able to help. Like I would wake up feeling shitty and say, Hey, Abby, I need your help. Energize me up. I mean, <laughs> not, I, mean I know you can't do it for me, but then it, you would start like, try this, try this, try that. Um, and uh, let's see what will get you up eventually. Am I e close to what this is or uh, I, did I completely miss the point? <laughs> I think that it went a little bit over. I mean, it, it is kind of along those lines, except I wouldn't be just available to call at any time of the day. No, like okay. That. I understand that. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, no, but that's definitely along the lines. Like I give you the tools so that you can show up, you know, because you want to be doing your income generating activities every day that you're supposed to be working. Right. You know, you want to do those things that bring in money to your business. Right. So exactly how you said, what if you do wake up on a day where it's all shitty, rainy outside and you feel like just staying in bed, that already sets the day up for a totally different energy and vibe than it would have if you would have been excited to do just, you know, the things that you were doing every day, like those income generating activities. So that was a great example. Um, I totally 
yeah, it does make a lot of sense that. Okay, so let's take this to a new level. Um, so, you know, what are some of the tools that, you know, you, like maybe, you know, just share one or two or three little uh, tools or techniques or uh, you don't have to go in depth. But so what would be a few possible solutions uh, for me feeling all, you know, uh, I just want to stay in bed to get pick myself up. So what would be like some of the recommendations that you would give to somebody on such day? So in my course, I do give directly um, yoga practices that you, and I do have specific ones for like, if you're waking up feeling like this, do this one first, because it will shift all of that for you. So I do have, and it's mainly all yoga. That's what my program really is. It's an emergence of biz, organic business marketing techniques and yoga and how the two really can come together by working with those chakras, like I was talking about, to bring you into that flow of always getting the, the clients that really align with you too. Um, so it's just, it's really yoga that does all of that in my program. So I do have to kick myself out of the bed, uh, take my yoga mat, slip into my yoga pants, and do a few poses. Oh, uh, this is a, it. When we, so when you're talking about yoga, you're seeing a di different type of yoga than what I'm talking about. Um, so. Tell us all about what, what's your yoga. Like I was talking about to you about earlier with those kriyas. So... This type of yoga is very structured and differently. A lot of this stuff you could do right in your bed if you wanted to. So it's not very uh, posy, moving around. Like you don't need to wear yoga pants to do this stuff. So it's very um, doable from wherever you are, whenever you are. And that's the beauty of it. Some of these practices are only three minutes long and some of them, you know, are longer, of course, but to be able to shift your energy within three minutes is huge because, you know, as entrepreneurs, we don't have all the time in the world to be doing yoga, like how you were talking about. We, you know, sometimes we need to get our day going. And so we only have like a few minutes before we have to do that. Okay. But what I'm trying to get out of you is, is at least like one, one example that the audience who are listening to this podcast can try. I mean, or is it, is it like, do I need to uh, uh, view it in, in a video to understand it? Is it too hard to explain? Or I'm, I'm you know, I'm just trying like, one thing that, that people listening to this can, I don't know, maybe tomorrow morning they wake up feeling like shit and they can try this one thing. And if they see, oh, wow, this is really working. I need to check out Abby and her stuff and enroll in her program. Well, like I did earlier, just, you know, tuning in with yourself, taking those few nice deep breaths to really feel okay. Okay. into what you're feeling and seeing, you know, if you can move through that and shift that, that's huge to do on your own. And that's, you know, like I said, that's something that I do with all of my clients before that. I mean, that's something that really doesn't even require a lot of 
knowledge of yoga or meditation to do. It's just, you know, take a nice deep breath, let it go, feel into yourself. And, okay. you know, there okay. are some people out there that I, that are still very resistant to even just doing that, but that those aren't my people to help because I, I do need to help people that are able to, you know, tune in with themselves and have that awareness and are willing to go there. Okay. No, no, no. I get it. I understand. Um, you, you can't help with your technique, somebody who uh, doesn't believe even an ounce and, and is ready to do even a few deep breath ins and outs. Of course you can't. I mean, they need yeah. somebody else to help them who, I don't know, they will trust and do what that person says. So of course uh, it, it's not like you can do things for your clients. They have to, at the yeah. end of the day, they have to do it. So, okay. I understand. No, I just, you know, like when, when somebody says yoga, for me, yoga is still, you know, um, um, that stretching and doing those poses and so on. So, you know, uh, when, when you said, okay, you can lie in bed and do a few deep breaths in, breaths out, get in tune with yourself. I understand that more as, as breathing techniques and meditation. Um, so it's just, I guess I'm using a different word. Yeah, that's the funny thing is that all that kind of stuff does fall in, under um, the practice of yoga. But oh, okay, okay. It, it is definitely like our Western world has definitely transformed what we see yoga to be as more of that physical uh, kind of a workout. So I totally understand that. And that's why I, in my program, I make it very clear. Like I always say chakra yoga and that always helps so that there isn't that confusion and if somebody isn't sure what I'm talking about they ask me they're like so what is chakra yoga like what makes it different and then I'm able to explain that part to okay them. okay how many chakras are out in us <laughs> so there's actually a lot of people don't know this but there's thousands and thousands of chakras but there are seven main ones and the seven main ones lie along the the spine so they start you know at the base of the spine and go all the way to the top of the head and they work through each different gland lot you know going up through the head and yeah they influence different things in our bodies and spirit in our mind so are we do we need to have all of them well balanced and open and uh, all of that or uh, can we just focus on the ones um, I don't know we need at a certain moment how, how does that work yeah so most of the time they are going to be you know flowing pretty much in alignment and what you said it's more important to look at the ones that aren't versus the ones that are so through my program and right off the bat it's hard to know but we do identify the chakras that are out of balance so that you do know specifically what you should be working on not only energetically but it does kind of give you like a framework of what you should be working on in your business too once you kind of can see the relation between the chakra and what you're doing in your business um, it gives you kind of a clear idea of what next, the next steps you should be taking. So that's why I 
I really encourage people to just focus on those blocked ones because like we were talking about earlier, you're never going to always be in to that full alignment and flow all the time. So it's just better to look at what needs attention at the moment. Okay. Can you maybe just quickly walk us through all the seven chakras and, and maybe just uh, explain like which one is for what? Yeah. So I'm going to use just the, the Western words to uh, talk about them instead of the Sanskrit. So right at the base, we have our root chakra. And this is kind of where the seed, the grounding, everything, this is just your foundation of your business. So um, the beautiful thing about the root chakra is that it's probably like one of the most powerful chakras. So I always start there um, with all of my clients. It's a good one to understand the reason why you're doing what you're doing. So that, I mean, that's just, it's really the root of your, your business, you know, your reason why. Um, so then we have the sacral chakra, which is up from there. And the sacral chakra really holds your trait of creativity. So when I'm working with the, the sacral chakra with my clients, this always seems to relate to their offers and what they're, you know, offering and how it's structured the creativity process of putting together that. So working with the sacral chakra allows my clients to create their own custom made offers. Um, okay. Yeah. And up from there, we have the solar, uh, solar plexus chakra, which is kind of in your stomach. This is where, you know, you, you've created your reason why you have your offer put in place. But now you need your, the power in just being present with that and just knowing that what you're doing is what you should be doing. So solar plexus is kind of one of those inner guidance, inner knowing type of chakras where you look back and you see that, you know, this, this is aligned. This is what I should be doing. And I know that even if it takes me X amount of time, it's going to work out. So from up from there, we have the heart chakra. And this is you, everything that I love to teach about is in the heart chakra. So this is leading with your heart, you know, your sole purpose of when you really are creating a business and it, it really comes together, it's resonating in that feeling of, wow, this is really what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's why I want all of my clients to get to is that where they know for sure that this is what they want and what they should be doing in their business. Because, you know, nobody wants to spend all the time to create a business and then a few years into the, into it, discover like, Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> so then from up there, we have got the throat chakra. This is your authentic communication you know, your voice and all this, like, what is your message? What are your values? Do they relate into your business? This is just, you know, this is your brand, your message, everything. So to me, the throat chakra is powerful as an entrepreneur, because that is where you speak to people where they resonate with you. So really being able to tap into that one will, it blows things up for people. And then these last two ones are definitely more 
personal and inward. Um, so we have the third eye chakra, which is again, more like an inner guru kind of chakra. This is having awareness of everything that you're constantly going through that awareness of, you know, waking up in a crappy mood and knowing that intuitive decision of what you need to do to shift that. And then the last chakra is the crown chakra. And that is basically just your faith, you know, your faith within yourself and your business. It's a seeing your business as a spiritual co-creation that you're, you know, when you're in alignment and in flow that your higher self is almost creating this, or, you know, if you want to bring religion into it, you know, some people believe that, you know, God is giving them, you know, the path and creation to do their work. So when you come into alignment, that's really what your business should be feeling like. You should be really feeling connected and just knowing that this is where your your reason why and what you're supposed to be doing. And okay. then, yeah, that's the seven chakras. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and so, yeah, based on where I am in my business at the moment and based on where things might not be working, that's then how you somehow decide on which chakra you need to work the most at, at, at the particular moment. Yeah. And most of the time my clients know, like after like we kind of dig into like the chakras and the traits and what each of them are doing, they, they are kind of like the ones that are like, Oh, it's that one. I already know. Like I need to work on that one. So like most of the time I don't even have to tell them, you know, Oh, I think it's this one. They already know just based off of after what they're learning and reading that they can, you know, put two and two together and see that, Oh, it's this, you know? Okay. Okay. No, no, I, I understand. I understand. Whew. Yeah. A, a lot to, a lot to take in. Um, it's all new. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, like I said, I, I, I'm not, uh, unaware of the energies and all of that, but I'm not so aware to know very much about chakras. I mean, I've heard about it. I, I, I know a little bit, but I've never, understood it from the way you explained it uh to be honest um that's funny Abby, to me. yeah <laughs> yeah no go ahead go ahead Sorry. oh i was just going to say it was your it was your story uh your story personally that really speaks to me like chakra wise because of how you went through such a huge up and then you like crashed down and managed to come back up again to me that is like it shows um, you know, the chakras coming out of alignment and you figure out a way to come back into alignment. So your story, it definitely is one that speaks to me highly. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes like uh, uh, maybe a month or so ago, I had a lady uh, as a guest on, on my podcast, Lara Waldman, and she is all about the money manifestation mm, and okay. as she was explaining all of that um funny thing happened because you know when we went into the uh, episode i was like okay manifestation i'm you know I'm, I'm open to it but i'm not familiar with it the way she teaches the whole thing you know and being yeah. uh, almost like a healer and so on you know like oh what's that you know like it, it, it was a little bit new to me 
Uh, but then as she was explaining, I was like, oh, that's how I teach my, uh, my students. Oh, that's how I work with my clients. Just basically using a little bit different vocabulary. Let's say right. a more grounded one, um, if, if you can say it that way, or a more Western language. But we found a lot of different similarities between her work and my work, and that it really wasn't all that different. It's just that she explains it with different words than I do. And for me, it was like, ooh, what is she doing? And then uh, as I was learning along the, along the podcast interview, I was like, oh, we are so aligned. We are almost you know, doing the same thing. Um, so yeah, um, often I see that um, there's many different ways to explain a very similar or a very same thing. And often it might be that we are just not aware of certain vocabulary. Um, or for example, I think it was a week or two ago, um, we, I was uh, talking with another lady for this podcast. Her uh, episode is not out yet, but it will be very soon. And uh, we did a live a human a design reading and, and all of that. And um, they have chakras as well. It's just nine chakras versus the seven um, um, in, in, in yoga. So, you know, oh, wow, again, yeah. a bit different perspective. And I think it's it, the human design is kind of maybe more like an answer to uh, how we Westerners see or understand certain things because it, you, you can see how it's coming from the East, but then yes. somebody, you know, used more Western words to explain certain things. Definitely. And that's why the yogis came to America when they did, because they realized that they needed to get this information out to the rest of the world. So they, you know, shared it specifically with Westerners so that they could, you know, we could translate it to each other because it, it makes more sense when you learn, it's, it's just easier to learn from somebody who speaks more along your language, you know, who resonates, you, the words just resonate with you, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Abby, what I wanted to say was, or ask you, is so now we've been, you know, going through the whole um, energy chakras, what you do, basically. Now, I always like to ask my guests um, close to the end, uh, to tell me a little bit or to tell my audience a little bit about themselves as a person. Yeah, so it's been a long journey for me. So I really started to get started with yoga and massage when I was about 16 years old. So it's been about 10 years now. <laughs> I'll let you do the math. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so for me, it's just always been kind of a passion that I've had. I know, always knew from a young age that this is kind of what I wanted to do. And so I just started doing it. So my entrepreneurial journey started very young, about, you know, 18, 19 is when I really, you know, besides that I was, you know, selling little candies and stuff, but that's nothing big. Um, so when I really started doing massage and yoga on my own, that's when I really started to learn about, you know, business and all of that stuff. And I didn't really get the best uh, business course or class during 
my schooling. So I was very, very new to all of the business stuff. And I had really no idea what I was doing. Um, taxes just in general scared the hell out of me. So I was just like very stagnant in my growth at that time. And so I did a lot of independent contracting kind of work where I would just, you know, find somebody who was looking for someone doing what I did and just work for them that way instead of trying to find my own clients and all that. Uh, it wasn't until uh, probably like four years ago that I just out of nowhere got the crazy hair up my butt to just be like, I'm going to start my own business. Like I know what I'm doing. I've worked for, you know, worked with enough people by now that I kind of seen the way that their business functions from behind. So um, I just felt confident in doing it, created my website and bam, started getting clients literally that day that I hit publish. And like I was That's saying, really the, amazing. yeah, it was, it was amazing. I was like on fire those, that first few months. <laughs> it was incredible. And then all that personal stuff happened in my life. And I, one of the main things that I think really shifted in my business was I realized I didn't want to be where I was living. I was living in a town. I had a boyfriend at the time, you know, we lived there together and we ended up splitting. So it made me not really want to stay there. There wasn't, I didn't have friends there. I just had my clients, even though that was very, you know, I was proud of that. It just wasn't fully fulfilling for me, you know, to not have any friends or family there. So I really did energetically give up completely on that business. Even though I was still showing up every day, it, I totally, my energy just dipped and it, it showed in my business. I started, you know, my clients that were coming to me weekly could feel that and they just stopped. They just didn't want to come anymore. I just, it was, it was such an, a mess. So I just kind of, uh, I ended that, I ended up selling my client list to another gal in town and moved to the city and just decided that, you know, it's time that I'm like, I'm going to focus on what I want. And what I wanted was to have a business that, you know, I could take with me places. I didn't want my clients to be secluded to a single uh, location. So I really started to brainstorm ways that I could create a business online. And uh, sometime last year, I just, and I really had never known anything about like the coaching world. Like I knew a life coach, but she did it locally. Like she had met with clients locally. And it wasn't until last year that I found all of this and, you know, I found all of the coaching, like people doing all these programs online that I was like, oh, wow. So it is possible. You can have like a whole like service-based business online nowadays. It is, it was totally life-changing for me because it wasn't ever something that, you know, I thought about doing before, you know, when I was younger, like I never imagined myself trying to have an online business. So it's just like a totally new path. And I've just been so passionate about it. It is like life-changing, like how many people you can make an impact for in the online space. So that's where I'm at now. And I'm really excited to 
you'd be doing this. Perfect. <laughs> and uh, we all do wish you all the best on, on this journey and for you to impact as many people as possible who need Thank you. what you have to offer. Now, um, of course, uh, for the audience, if this whole thing resonated with them, if this is something that they want to explore, um, your links will be in the show notes so they can easily click it, click through that, connect with you, Wonderful. go to your website um, and, and, and all of that. Uh, do you prefer how they connect with you um, or just any of those? Because you, Really you anything us... that I gave, yeah. Okay, okay, cool, cool. They're all good ways to connect with me. Okay, okay, perfect. Well, um, Abby, one last question. What's the last golden nugget of wisdom that you want to share with the audience before we say goodbye? My last little bit of wisdom is that you already have all the answers inside you. You just have to look within and listen. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess, I guess uh, when, but it's not that easy, is it, to really tune in no, it's not. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and disconnect from everything else, from all the little fears and the, and the uh, inner demons and what the society and friends and family are telling us. You really need to disconnect uh, to really listen to what the inner voice is telling you, but it's, it's, it's really not that easy to do that. At least it no, wasn't it's true. Yeah. No, it definitely is hard, but it's, it's worth it. It's worth yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Abby, thank you so much for being my guest, for sharing all of this with me and my audience. Thank you um, for having me. Yeah. And like I said, I really wish you all the best on your journey for you to reach all the people that need to learn from you and, and the way you teach these things. So uh, listeners, if all of this resonated, again, links are in the show notes, click it to click and connect with Abby um, and experience her way of teaching you about business and foundations and tuning in and uh, the energy and, and, and everything. So Abby, thank you so much. Take care and all the best. Thank you.